Hi everyone, and welcome back to Magnifique with me, your host, Gabrielle Fourshi. How are we doing? I don't know if you can tell by my voice. I'm a little bit ill, so that's so fun. I rarely get sick. So to whoever got me ill, count your freaking days. This is war. This is war, and I am going full. Never mind. <laughs> um. So I was supposed to film a record on Monday of last week. It's now Sunday, the day before you're hearing this. So all of my bullet points may be slightly outdated. However, I do need you to kind of just play pretend with me. As I've had the plague, it hasn't been COVID. It's not COVID. We tested negative. Swag. Hashtag live in La Vida Loca. But nonetheless, I was fighting for my life. Okay, so as far as the podcast goes, I do need everyone to kind of initiate the pyramid scheme operation. By that, I mean I need you to tell three friends about the podcast, and those three friends tell three of their friends, and so on and so forth. I think that's the only option that we have at the present. As well as make sure that you are rating the podcast. I don't care what you rate it. I'd prefer a five star. But I just give me a rating. Give me a rating so that we can bump up on the charts. Bop to the top. Um, forgot the lyrics. Have you followed us on social media yet? Perhaps. I'm two minutes in and I'm already threatening you to follow my every mood. So this is Did I say mood or move? I meant move. So this is going to be such a fun episode. I hope you're strapped in, feeling great. I've got my liquid IV and we're ready to rock. Let's get into the weekend recap before we get into the actual meat and potatoes of the episode. So this was last weekend, not my sick weekend. This was last weekend. (laughs) So last weekend, my partner had a birthday. So he's old now. He's 26. So that means his frontal lobe is developed fully. He's fully developed, and I am so jealous. I cannot wait to be like him. Also, this is an NBA house, and I was required to convert from no sports to respecting this one. And NBA All-Star Weekend was over that last weekend. I was rooting for a man a week before Women's History Month. So shame on me, to be completely honest. Not proud of it, but I did that. Um, I'm sure you guys are wanting a garden update. Let's talk about my garden seeds because what the frickin' heck happened? My seeds quite literally said, peace out. We're not surviving here. We're actually gonna wither away, which is so crazy because I had seed sprouts. And they said, bye, peace out. I'm actually, um, I was, I I kind of only signed up to give you a slight sliver of hope. I didn't actually sign up, and I'm not being compensated to fully flower and kind of go the whole life cycle. So that was a little bit rude, as if I didn't give them everything they could have needed and maybe more. Like, I'm actually so annoyed because what was the point? I did move forward with buying two climbing roses and two rose shrubs. And I have new, I have a new flower garden vision. So we're not fully um, giving up on the dream, but we did have to alter it because 
that was just so rude of my seeds not to sprout. Like, I do kind of want to call the authorities, but that's neither here nor there. I finally learned the secret to big, voluminous hair, and it only took 24 years. I didn't grow up in a girly girl household. I was raised predominantly by women. Um, in my household alone, it was half, um, it was like a two to one ratio, boys to girls, and lots of ants, lots and lots and lots of ants. Um, my entire family and extended family, I'd say the men to women ratio is like two to one. Um, when I was growing up, one to six now, just because there's husbands included. But, but growing up, I did very much think that women ran the world. And imagine my dismay when I learned you guys let men in charge. Sorry. Okay. So voluminous hair. You guys didn't tell me that hair mousse was that girl. Hair mousse was that girl. And then I did um, the roller brush and I put them in Velcro rollers and I let that set. Jeez Louise, my hair has never looked that incredible. And I do want to do it every day, but it's so much work. But now I know the secret and it's over for you guys. So prepare yourself. Don't forget to thank a woman on March 1st in honor of Women's History Month. Um, thank them and honor them for the sacrifices that they may have made for you to be where you are now. Let's also keep the women in war-stricken nations who don't have access to proper feminine supplies or food. Let's keep that on your noggin. Let's get educated. If you want more information about that, it'll be the first link in the show notes above any of my personal promotional links. I think it's really important that we stay educated on everything, but most importantly, this. Sorry to just say that and then hop into random bullcrap. Bullcrap? What am I, five? Okay, so it's getting warmer outside, and I'm really trying not to fall for it because I know that it's probably going to get really cold again soon, which doesn't make me feel good. But we might be out of the woods in a few weeks as we kind of creep into March which I'm really excited about. But I played pickleball for the first time last week. First time since October. And I forgot how invigorating it felt. It felt incredible. To clarify, though, I'm not good at pickleball. It is so fun, but no one challenge us to a duel. We will play you, but you have to promise not to be like obnoxious winners. Because we don't play to win, we play for funsies. That's all I have to say on that. New York Fashion Week and really all fashion weeks, not all, but a lot of fashion weeks are happening at the moment. So I kind of recapped New York Fashion Week and I watched a couple of the shows. So I have kind of bullet points for the shows that I watched as well as like major trends that I saw. If you hear me say like one more time, go ahead and like. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go die. I watched one, two, three, four, five shows, as well as kind of tuned in briefly to some TikTok live streams. But I watched the Michael Kors show. I watched Coach, Tori Birch, Burberry, Carolina Herrera. For Michael Kors, I noticed that they leaned very heavily into lacy accents, just like lace in general. Lace in places where lace doesn't belong. Good on them. Cool. Lace. They also love to accessorize with a belt. That's what I was noticing during their shows. I noticed a lot of stuff, but th those are two things that were like uniquely Michael Kors. 
coach, something that I noticed, they loved tool, tool skirts, tool dresses. They love tool so freaking much. And then in the Tory Bird show, I noticed lots and lots of pinstripes. When I said lots of lots, I probably mean like three pieces, but it was enough for me to notice that there was like something going on. Burberry, I have kind of mixed feelings about. It was very like military inspired, which, okay, so I don't know much about Burberry in general, so this might be their thing. I know it's a UK brand, but it was very like general of Normandy jacket on like a like going to fight in the war kind of jacket like i can't really properly describe it but it it felt like a general's jacket and like army jackets i guess but in that same breath i also saw a lot of like 70s revival pieces which i really enjoyed so it was kind of like a weird line they had two themes i guess I liked the 70s revival pieces. I wasn't a big fan of the military-inspired pieces. Carolina Herrera, I would say, was my favorite show that I watched. She played a lot with shoulder pads, and she played a lot with shoulder pads and really silhouettes in general, but I think that was the case for most shows. She had a lot of shoulder pads where you wouldn't expect shoulder pads to be, which... I was vibing with. I don't know if that's going to be everybody's cup of tea, but it was my cup of tea. And she also loved bubbly sleeves. Big, billowy sleeves. Short sleeves, long sleeves, quarter sleeves, you name it, they were bubbly. So those are the opinions on the shows that I watched. But the major trends that I saw was athleisure being mixed with business wear. I saw a lot of drawstring sweatshirts underneath blazers or paired with a skirt. So. I think people, as we kind of get back into the motion of life and having to go out and be present again, we don't really know how to dress. We've we've covered that many times before, but we our closets are full of athleisure. Why don't we mix the two? And I think that's what these brands were kind of getting at. I do fear that peplum tops and silhouettes are in our future. They were everywhere, everywhere on the runway. I do fear that we will see a comeback by the end of the year. And it kind of created some mermaid silhouettes that I didn't mind. It was also shoulder pads with peplums. I kind of was a really big fan of. I really loved it when I saw it on the runway. I think Carolina Herrera played with that a lot. Lots of peplums. We get them back out. I hope you kept them. I did not. Get your peplums ironed and ready to go. It also looked like these designers heard our pleas for furs and reds. There are so many of them all over every every runway. And universally, I think we're staying in the loose and relaxed fit apparels. Um, Nothing too tight-fitting, although there were some. I think having some is unavoidable. But largely, we're still in the loose, relaxed fit apparel, which I think... I mean, I'm down with it. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I'm I'm pretty cool with it. And then the last trend that I saw in every show, without fail, a sparkly, tasselly dress. Every designer had at least one, and I was obsessed with every single one. But Burberry had a golden yellow sparkly tassel dress. That's a mouthful. And it was to die for. 
I'd like it, please, immediately. And Tori Birch had a black one that was also so stunning. It's, I can't even describe it more than I already have. It was breathtaking, to say the least. Shimmery, all 360 shimmery. If they spin around, it would be just shimmer, shimmer, shimmer. I may be misremembering the facts of who had what dress. Burberry might not have had the yellow sparkly tassel dress. Tory Burch might have not had the black tassel dress. But they were in one of the five shows that I watched. And you are not allowed to hold any misinformation against me in the court of law. Like I told you in minute one, um, someone got me sick and I'm pressing charges. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay, so let's get into what's in. What is in? What did we see in February? And can we expect them to stay longer? Uh, short answer, yes. I think we're in kind of like a weird place with fashion right now where everybody's wanting winter to be done, but we still have to kind of dress for winter, but no one is inspired to create cool pieces, which that will be more apparent in the outs. So let's kind of talk about what is in. Right now, we're really starting to see the mob wife aesthetic come into play. I thought we were joking about this, but no, y'all are really doing it, and you guys are calling everything mob wife. So that's cool. Lots of furs, lots of reds, lots of big short hair. Um, mob wife hair is being asked for in the salon, but every everybody means something different. Someone meant 90s Rachel from Friends. Others meant long, voluminous curls. What are we doing? Do we have an idea of what this actually means? Um, who's to say? I love that you guys have a trend, but I'm just a little lost um, about what exactly it is. Another thing we're seeing, layering. Literally, duh, it's winter. But a simple turtleneck has personally been going under every single thing that I've been wearing. And at the moment, from the looks of it, I think the girlies are doing it as well. But like I said, literally, duh, it's winter, it's February. <laughs> what do we expect? People are really dressing for like practicality and warmth rather than for funsies, just wearing the necessities. So, which is so fair. I've been centering my outfit about around which sweater I'm going to wear. So I get that. Lots of muteds, nothing too groundbreaking. I think we're just really ready for spring and tired of trying to make winter exciting. Seeing a lot. I I have some bad news for you guys. I've been seeing a lot of low-rise pants in general, but especially low-rise denim. That is earth-shattering information to me. I am not an I'm not a low-rise girl. But on the Gen Z side of TikTok, which is the only side of TikTok I can speak on. Um, Tara Yummy has been the it girl and she loves a low-rise jean and I think she's been influencing the cool girls to wear some more low-rise which like fair she's a she's an icon however I will not be influenced this time Tara so 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 sorry I do have a question about this one I've been seeing a lot of white dresses everywhere but specifically on red carpets and I'm just kind of questioning why is everybody wearing a wedding dress? And did we give up on the Labor Day rule? No white after Labor Day. Specifically at the Grammys, I saw Taylor Swift, Olivia Rodrigo, and Madison Beer wearing white. And sure, it's a coincidence, but it is kind of strange, don't you think? Like, what would happen 
Also, so I was thinking when I was writing these notes, what would happen if somebody wore the same dress as Taylor Swift on a red carpet? Who do you think would change? Do you think someone would die? Maybe. Maybe there will be some, like, feud displayed in the media that's not actually a feud and it just wants to get the girlies arguing. I could see that. While it is an uninspired fashion season, something that we are seeing more of is matching sets, monochromatic outfits, making a statement that way rather than getting super crazy in a different way. I feel confident in going on record with saying winter is the safest fashion season of the year. Not many people take risks. Not many people play around with certain things, which I do think that this time of year might be perfect for taking risks and trying new things because nobody is, everybody's cold. No one's paying attention. Something that I both noticed in general while watching Outfit of the Days and doing quote-unquote research for this and watching the um, runways is that people are playing more with necklines, more cold shoulders or off-the-shoulders. Off-the-shoulder sweaters, especially in black, has... um, I've been seeing it more. I wouldn't say it's been, like, flooding my pages, but it is giving Regina George in the best way possible, and I'm kind of very much on board with it. If we weren't kind of, like, five days away from spring, spring, March, I may be inclined, but I think I can hold out. Oh my god, I started watching Vanderpump Rules. I say this because my voice right now kind of reminds me of Stassi. I'm on season one right now. And so that's what it's reminding me of. And she is my least favorite character probably of all time. Actually, there are worse. I don't like any of them. I hate them all equally. I don't I don't want to say hate. Um, but I dislike them all equally. And my voice right now is very fry. And I don't know how my R's sound, but she has very crispy R's. That's kind of what I'm giving myself right now, and I'm not really a fan of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Necklines. Regina George off the shoulder sweaters. I also saw a lot in the Carolina Herrera show that she loved sweetheart necklines, and it was very much giving prom. I wasn't obsessed with that, but everything else in her show, big fan. Um, And then last one for the ends is just an incoming hair trend that everybody saw coming. Everyone's rushing to the salon to get rid of the cowboy copper or the red undertones from the past fall. I have, as a note, literally duh. <laughs> I have to stop saying literally duh, but this is my podcast, so you could turn it off if you're tired of me seeing, saying literally duh. But my direct quote is literally duh is plaguing my TikTok right now, so you must know this too. All right. Okay. Okay. So what's out? Not too much is out. Like I said, we're in a weird place with fashion and beauty. I saw exactly one TikTok about this, so please take it with the biggest grain of salt. I saw that younger Gen Z is done with Lululemon because everybody has Lululemon and they wouldn't be caught dead in flared leggings. Crazy because I hate regular leggings. So it's crazy that you guys prefer regular leggings and that they prefer Airy to Lululemon or Athleta to Lululemon because Lululemon is so accessible now. And it's kind of exactly what I've been telling you guys. Accessibility is the killer of trends. 
which I don't necessarily love that, but it is just the facts. I will say a huge out has been moving away from plastic surgery, moving away from big lips, preventative Botox, unnecessary filler. Gen Z has been really loving making fun of making fun of celebrities who have outrageous filler. Whether that's harmful or not, you tell me. I've never been one to love plastic surgery, but I've also never been one to tell people what to do with their face. So that's all I have as far as trends. Like I said, not too much has happened this month, so it's kind of a shorter episode. Maybe listen to it on your drive to work. But um, a topic that I wanted to mention earlier, but I fear it is too serious and needed to be put in the back half. I fear skinny is coming back into trend and that worries me. Evidence to support this claim. (laughs) The Tumblr aesthetic is returning and side note, this one has no evidence, just vibes. I feel like we can expect smoking cigarettes to become cool again due to wanting to be cool and different and stand out. So that's my non-evidence-based fact, but my other evidence-based facts are 2014 core is back, Tumblr core, trend cycles ebb and flow all the time. It was just a matter of time before the pendulum swung back. We're seeing leggings, legs everywhere. A continuous move toward being more health conscious, focusing on gut health, really just being health focused. Um, unassuming body checks in outfit videos. If you ever see them turn to the side, they're seeing how skinny they are. If they're lifting up their shirt or if they're playing with how their body looks, they're body checking. And I'm just tired because I know where this is going to go and I'm worried for these young girls. But I also think it's a canon event and I cannot interfere, unfortunately. But I can tell you guys so you guys know what to look out for. I did see a specific trend going around on TikTok with a very unassuming word. You guys can ask me offline if you're really that interested. But it was a very unassuming word that girls are putting in their videos so that it finds the right audience without being flagged. You sneaky little devils. Um, I did find this word and I did go ahead and fall into a rabbit hole that, so what if it led me down a slight spiral? I'm chilling now. But that was so crazy to see and so normalized. One of them, okay. One of them said, ways to get a smaller waist, which I like, fine, cool, whatever. But one of them said, things to do instead of eating. Clean your room. What? What? Am I 15 again? What the heck? Clean your room? Hey, no, let's eat. Let's nourish our body. What? Look after yourselves, babes. That is so crazy. So sorry for the shorter episode. Um, Like I said, not much has happened in February. It's kind of just been a low-key month it, as far as like trends and fashion go. Next trend report will be encapsulating all of winter. So that'll be fun for you guys to listen to because it'll be a longer one. But the next episode, next Monday, you can expect a video on what personal style means and how you can find your own and dressing for your own personal style. So I'm super excited about that. Um, I, like I, I've said this in 
We're eight episodes in. I've said it every single episode. The pandemic has ruined our sense of style. So join us next week where we help you find your personal style and work toward getting you the clothing that you need to match it. If you would like, you can keep up with us on Instagram at MagnifiquePod, or you can follow me, Gabrielle Forshi. Um, You can follow us on Pinterest or TikTok. I'll have all those links in the bio, but first and foremost will be a link on educating yourself about the women in war-stricken countries. Um, There's another word that I like to use, but I fear it may cause an uproar if I use the G word. Okay, so thank you guys for listening. I hope to see you back next week. And until next time, goodbye.